So over the weekend, I did some research on a bunch of stories I've been collecting, and I want to share with you today why I believe we're coming into a very turbulent time. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. And I welcome you to the Monday edition of Truth to Ponder, and I'm your host, Bob Bierman. Well, today I've got a lot of ground to cover, so let me go ahead and hit the ground running with a number of stories and information. While it's true, I believe we have the possibility of getting a brief time of respite. And even though we may get this time of reprieve, a time to get more organized, I still believe we're coming into a very biblical, perilous time. The likes that our nation and the world has never seen, especially all at one time. I believe in many ways what is going to happen in the near future is going to dwarf what happened between 1939 and 1945 with the Second World War. We're going to come into something very unique. And and I, I see it happening around me, but I still have this feeling that God's going to pull back the veil and reveal some truth that many will never see. But many will see it. Many believers will then realize that God truly is in control and we have nothing to fear. And that'll give us the time to, as the Bible says, be on the watch and be prepared. We're coming into that time. There's no doubt in my mind. There are a lot of red flags out there. And look what's happening here in the United States. In two years' time, we're going to talk about the pandemic in the middle of all this, too. But in two years' time, we have gone from a nation here in the United States, and the same with Canada, of being an energy-independent nation and region with stable prices, which really, if you compare the price of gasoline, oh, let's say in the beginning of 2020 maybe even the end of 2020, to the price of gas, let's say in 1970, gas was actually cheaper in comparison to inflation. Not bad. And also remember that the federal government and your state governments, and in many cases, even local and county governments, tend to make more money on a gallon of gas than even the oil companies do. But we've done something in this nation. We've gone from being energy independent to being very dependent. We have cut off our own domestic supplies. The cost of shipping and transporting goods has skyrocketed. And we're beginning to see in some parts of the nation some shortages. Because of the short-sightedness in California and Newsom, you know, Governor Gavin Newsom, He either is a complete idiot or he's a satanic tool. Take your choice. He's got to be one or the other because no rational person would do what he has been doing. Do you realize that in in California, because of some edicts, because of, you know, global warming or climate change or some other silly nonsense, 70,000 trucks in California will not be allowed to be on the road because they're they're too old. Well, they make up a significant part of the transportation chain. 
And so we look at all this and we're realizing we have put ourselves energy dependent on places like Saudi Arabia, Venezuela. We're begging for gas and oil from these these people. And at the same time, as many of you heard over the weekend, the Biden administration, though they try to deny it, but the truth is there. They sold part of the strategic oil reserve to the Chinese. Not to Americans, but to the Chinese. Why? And who made money on it? Well, we think Hunter Biden got a piece of the action, which makes me believe that, you know, the big guy did as well. I think the corruption of the Biden administration is so deep and so long, they believe that they are immune to prosecution. Because, number one, right now, Biden owns the Justice Department. He has got the greatest evil, he has the most evil attorney general in the history of the United States in charge of the Justice Department. The man is pure, absolute, unmitigated evil. He doesn't care that protesters are threatening Supreme Court justices, but he's fine with Black Lives Matter protests and burning down buildings. He is chasing after anybody that complained about the election of 2020, while at the same time excusing violence. The man is a reprobate. The man is evil. The man is demonic. The man does not belong in office. He is the worst pick that could have ever been chosen. And remember, Merrick Garland was also uh, the pick for Supreme Court Justice of Barack Obama, and we should be thankful that he was never placed on that bench. The man is evil. So we have all these issues right now with energy, with transportation, Reading a story, there's a bunch of stories in front of me about, you know, what's happening in the airline industry. And I want you to stop and think about this. Have you ever seen in any given time prior to the pandemic, during the pandemic, and now in this time of flights that are canceled on such a regular basis? I've never seen the number of canceled flights as I have before. I've been kind of tracking this a little bit, and it's kind of scary. What is happening in the airlines? Obviously, the the fuel costs are just driving them toward bankruptcy. But there's another on, you know, the, the media doesn't want to talk about this. How many airlines, how many airlines are having staffing issues right now? Because a number of pilots decided to retire early rather than take the experimental COVID-19 vaccine. And there seems to be a larger than normal average of people being out sick within the airlines. And many, like myself, speculate there's probably a little bit to do with the vaccine. And I've I've been looking at stories that pretty well back that up. So our air transportation industry is, is facing some serious issues between cost of operation staffing shortages, and staffing illness. What about our military? Some very fine individuals will be departing the United States military because they are refusing. And this is what I don't understand about this Supreme Court. 
it might be understandable. It might be understandable if the vaccine in question was time proven over decades. Look, when I joined the United States Air Force a billion years ago, I can remember walking down that line and those guys with the air guns, you know, plowing all this stuff into me. I about collapsed dizzy like most of us did as we try to march back to our barracks. I wasn't worried about what I was getting at that time. But see, this time out, and this is what you've got to remember, this time there's something vastly different. This is an experiment. The United States government and the FDA also willingly tried to perpetrate a lie on the American people to encourage them to take the shot with the phony approval for Pfizer. And Pfizer, I'm beginning to believe more and more, is one of the most despicable companies that ever faced the world. I mean, they've been known to willingly lie, and they've covered up, you know, problems. They've paid billions of dollars in settlements and fines. But now they're getting billions of dollars of taxpayer money for their COVID-19 shot. And once again, here's the issue. And we go back almost a year ago. It was August last year. I was producing the radio program, getting ready to start, and I I knew about the press conference coming up about this announcement about Pfizer and the FDA. So I kind of paused recording the program to watch this press conference. And it was, you know, one of those big, you know, patting everybody on the back, you know, that Pfizer has, we now have approved a safe and effective vaccine from Pfizer. And it's called Comirnaty or Comirnaty or whatever you want to call it. And and this vaccine is just a wonderful thing. And, and, and look, and here's all the stuff you can download if you're a reporter. And so get on your TV and your radio and your newspapers and your Internet sites and talk about Pfizer has an approved COVID-19 vaccine. Get yours today. Something didn't ring true during that press conference. And when reporters that were allowed to communicate I was not one of them, but those that could started asking any questions. And somebody was kind of broaching a topic. How quickly, thank you so much for being here. Bye-bye. We've got to go. Conference over. Bye-bye. Download everything and tell everybody to get their Pfizer vaccine today. They shut it down the first time there was a serious question that wasn't scripted. I can remember talking to one of the good listeners to this program that very evening and the next day saying something about this does not add up. And they kept referring to a document you couldn't find. Eventually, it was found. And it became incredibly apparent. I said it on the radio program right after right after the announcement. I said, I think we're being lied to and hoodwinked. This is a bait and switch. And over time, that that became apparent that Pfizer's partner, BioNTech, in Germany are the ones that actually had Comirnaty or Comirnaty, whatever you want to call it, licensed and approved, but they're not making it. 
nobody can get it. It's just an approved vaccine that will never come out of the factory. <laughs> so here we are almost a year later. You still can't get a FDA approved vaccine from Pfizer for COVID-19. It does not exist. You cannot get it in the United States, period. So why did the United States government feel the urge that every soldier in the United States armed forces must be vaccinated? Why did they do this? Why do they believe it's important when all the real and legitimate science you can look at that screams to be heard, get, that gets buried by the fascist and communist and Satanist at Facebook, the New York Times and Twitter, all those that are giving you any legitimate information are shut down. That's disinformation. Go to the Facebook all about the vaccine page. It's safe and effective. Get your booster, your fifth booster today and be free of COVID. We had people on this radio program almost a year ago talking about stories that are out there about how these vaccines would be diminishing diminishing the ability to fight a coronavirus. And in particular, this coronavirus and all its mutations. Yet the fear mongers are out there talking about the next Omicron variant. It's going to be more virulent. Yeah, that's nothing new about that. Anybody that's a true doctor, that's honest, that's not on the take, that's not afraid of losing their license, will tell you that as a medical student, they learned ages ago that these kind of viruses over time become more virulent. In other words, they can infect more people, but their symptoms also become vastly less. So I'm reading about, you know, the sub B or the sub variant five or four or maybe who knows are predicting six as well. And they're talking about the horrible symptoms you might get from the Omicron variant. You might have a runny nose. You might be sneezing. And some people might even get a sore throat. Okay, I think that was called the common cold when I was growing up which is in the coronavirus family. You see, it becomes more contagious, but the symptoms become less. But the only ones that are going to be having more issues, it appears now, if you do the research, who are the people that are getting reinfected and reinfected with COVID? Is it the unvaccinated? The answer is no. The unvaccinated are rare, if ever, getting reinfected. But those that are on their third and fourth booster, there's some people that have been reinfected three and four times. Now, how can that be if this is a safe and effective vaccine? It's because all the studies were designed to give you a foolish number that would fool the people that sounded good, but was all a lie. These vaccines were never safe. And we now know they're really not effective. Look, Alex Berenson, who just got back on Twitter, remember Twitter you know, said what he was saying about this a year ago, 
which now is the truth, and we all kind of recognize it now as the truth, and even Twitter had to admit it was the truth. These vaccines are nowhere near as effective as Dr. Fauci lied to the American people. 95% effective efficacy, you know, 95%. Get your third boost of the day. It's 95% effective. That's what people believed. It was a lie, every bit of it. There is some evidence that the vaccine provided short-term immunity. It provided short-term lowered symptoms and short-term lower death rates. But see, as the body begins to adapt to the boosters and everything else, the total immune system is being depressed slowly. And now we have... We have these people out there promoting such nonsense as, yes, even children can have heart attacks and strokes. When did we have that? I'm 60, I'm 67. I'll be 68 years old in just a few months. I'm trying to remember in all my years in elementary school, all my years in junior high school, those two years, and the four years in high school, how many of my fellow students had a heart attack or a stroke? And the answer, in my memory, is zero. I only know of one classmate that I had in high school who several years after graduation did suffer a heart illness. But in her case, the heart illness they found was hereditary. It wasn't normal. So when you look at all the people that I was associated with through elementary school, through junior high and high school, Only one person, and this was years after when they were well in their 20s, suffered this event that turned out to be an hereditary disease. So no, we didn't have defibrillators in in high school, and they don't really, but they want to have them now because see, it is a problem all of a sudden out of nowhere. We have young people with these severe heart issues. The statistics are clear, by the way. The statistics are clear. If you have a male child and you have injected him with this experimental, unproven, unsafe concoction that the government demands and wanted to force employers to demand you get the jab or lose your job, get thrown out of the military... I want you to think about this. Your odds if you are a young male and you have had this this vaccine, your odds of getting myocarditis are increased by a factor of 44. Not 44%. It means 44 times more likely to have myocarditis. For those that have listened to this program since we started almost two years ago. We have talked about COVID-19 
the pandemic, how we've been gaslighted, how we've been lied to, how the lockdowns would and are a failure, how face diapers were just a political, they were just political theater. They didn't do anything. I mean, really, we now know they, they, they're worthless. You know, but we have people now that because of what the government has done and because of their co-conspirators in the leftist, satanic, secular media, like the New York Times, the Washington Post, MSNBC, CNN, ABC, CBS, NBC, all of them, because of those literal Satanists, they don't even realize they're doing the devil's work, but they are. They gaslighted you. They lied to you. They, they put people in fear. Uh, yesterday, yesterday, my wife and I had to stop and get gas. And we stopped at this little store here in Southwest Virginia. A little, you know, it's a gas station, convenience store. Not really part of a chain. And I see two young college students get out of their little, you know, eco-friendly vehicle and they put on their face diapers to put gasoline in the car. And I'm thinking, they have been so made afraid. I'm figuring they're probably 18 or 19, maybe just starting college, that you know they were hit when they were 16 going on 17 with all this fear. And... And they don't have the ability to know where to even look for the news. They just go to social media. And so Facebook told me that it's coronavirus can kill me. And so they're wearing these face masks, these cheap two for a dollar from Wally World face diapers that don't do anything to stop a virus or stop its spread. But they believe it. This engineered pandemic, and I am more convinced every day this was by design, not by accident. I know that at least the media in some cases is beginning to give credence to the idea, well, it could have been an accidental release out of that, out of Wuhan or some lab. No, we told you a year and a half ago, almost two years ago in this program, the likes of Dr. Fauci, Peter Daszak of EcoHealth Alliance and Dr. Ralph Barrett, at the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill. These are the players along with our Department of Defense. And who knows what kind of spook agency in our government playing with these bioweapons. Am I getting through? Am I making any sense to you? This has been an edu- this has been a, a plan engineered pandemic and it's destabilizing everything in the world. It did a I mean look, it was part of the upset of a United States election in 2020. It was used as an excuse to cheat, lie, put out fake phony boxes uh, to stuff with mules and ballots, you know have these guys you know add thousands and thousands of ballots in states. Notice they were only in certain states, not everywhere. The key states that ended up flipping that shouldn't have flipped. I believe the election was stolen, and I I stand by that. I absolutely 100% believe this, this was a concerted global effort. It wasn't some little Democrat operative in Detroit or, or Philadelphia. All of this, 
from the machines to the ballot stuffing to the fear porn done by the media about Corona and how Joe Biden will have it over in night. Listen, Joe Biden said job number one, he would cure Corona. He would cure COVID-19. And here we are a year and a half later in his administration. And we're nowhere near what he claimed. Instead, we have people dying of a vaccine, getting ill from a vaccine. People that are vaccinated are coming down with COVID over and over again. It was a big lie. And we have destroyed our economic foundation. We have obliterated and injured healthy people, soldiers, athletes, young and strong. People are now being damaged by a vaccine that has no clinical benefit to these individuals at all. It's all negative. And we talked recently about what is called fifth generation warfare on this program. And that's a war of information, control, and media. Elon Musk proved one thing in his attempt to buy Twitter, which I see and you can understand why he backed out. Twitter is just a pumped up lie. It doesn't have near the number of, quote, users. It is a platform designed to be a manipulator of public thought. And the way they do it is twofold. Number one, if you give real truth that they don't like, they just, you know, make you delete the tweet. That's misinformation. That's hate speech. That's not up to our community standards. So you must take it down or you cannot tweet anymore with it here on Twitter. Alex Berenson told the truth over a year ago. He was taken off Twitter. Hundreds of other doctors have told the truth. They have been deleted from Twitter. It is like they're a non-person. Facebook and YouTube, they do the same thing all day. Tell the truth, you might get banished. From the For What It's Worth department. When this program goes out daily as a podcast... I load it to two different locations. And from that location, it automatically loads to other locations. And one of them, believe it or not, is YouTube. You'd be surprised that the majority of my broadcasts have been deleted by YouTube. I wonder why. Does it surprise you? I'm sure this episode, once the the phony fact checkers get a hold of it, or somebody looks at the title and, and the information, it'll it'll be gone. It may last an hour, it may last a day, may last a week, but it'll be gone. This information warfare. State you know, the late Rush Limbaugh used to talk about, you know, the New York Times and all the others as state run media, and they are. Because, see, if it's a leftist agenda, and this is the swamp, this is not, and, and, and far too many Republicans end up becoming swamp creatures because it's easy to do. Uh, I've told the story before that way back in the 1990s, I had to go to Washington, D.C. a lot to in dealing with getting applications through the FCC. And I could learn when I had, to, one time I had to go up there for a hearing. And so the attorneys put me up in this fine hotel in Crystal City, and the next day to go to the hearing, they sent a limousine to pick me up. 
kind of surprised. <laughs> I didn't expect that. I was trying to figure out how to get there on my own. But no, they, they said they would have somebody pick me up. And I'm picked up in a limousine. And I'm taken to this hearing. And I realized for the first time as I went to and from that hearing how easy it is to become a limousine liberal. I mean, great food, great hotel, the seat of power, luxury. Yeah, I could understand it for the first time. Prior to that, I couldn't. And I'm sure it's even worse today. The politicians that sell you out and sell their office to the highest bidder. And probably one of the greatest professionals at that right now is our current president, Joseph. I want to make a buck. You know, I'm the big guy, Biden. He's a criminal, in my opinion. Let me just give you this really fast analysis before we go to our break. We live in a very perilous time. We can't trust a lot of the information we receive from the mainstream media. It's bought and paid for. We see an administration that is willing to openly lie to the American people in ways that I did not think a human being could possibly do. And they do it with impunity because I think they've sold their souls and their their eternity for power in this life. And so they have no conscience. They're seared. The Bible says their conscience is seared. They have no shame. They have no compassion. They have no life in them. The things that this president is doing, fighting to make sure more babies are killed. Let me ask you a question. If somebody says they're pro-choice, why do pro-choice people have to burn down or, or demolish or, or deface a clinic designed to help pregnant women get through their pregnancy Why is that so despised? It is satanic. The the ultimate goal of Satan is death, destruction. That's the two things that Satan works hardest for, death and destruction, and to pull you in with him to damnation. I've never seen an administration in my life And this includes Obama. This includes the Clinton administration, the Johnson, any other you can think of. I've never seen an administration in my life so willing and openly ready to do the work of Satan himself. Kill children. Disrupt the economy. Put young lives in peril with, with a worthless and phony vaccine. And make people subjugated with face diapers that don't work. And I'm going to share a story on that on the other side of the break on why they're useless, worthless, always have been, and everybody knew it from day one. Yet people now live in the fear. I see older people, I see people all over still thinking they have to wear them to to not get COVID. I've got a lot more on the other side. And I know I'm going to run a little late for this break, but I want to share one more bit of good news with you. And I'm excited to kind of share this. Well, and I and I have a prayer request as well. By the way, I want to thank you for the prayers you have given me over these past weeks. I have been fighting a very serious health issue that nobody could 
could you know come to terms with and it really had me worried as it would probably have anybody especially when you are quote my age my history my everything and i've talked about this excessive blood in the urine when i'm and i'm just i don't want to gross you out but when i say blood i'm not talking a little tinge a little little pinkish I'm talking this looked like burgundy wine or grape juice with clots that are the size of, you know, of quarters and half dollars being forced out of my body. And it was miserable. Went to a clinic and then the ER twice. They said you need to see a urologist. You need to see a specialist. They did a CAT scan. They could see all these these clots that were inside of my bladder. And and so this is this is where I was at, and for these past several days, several weeks, really, it started to get a little bit better. Then it suddenly got a lot worse. In the middle of all this, we're trying to sell our house in Georgia. We had one deal, one offer that was an incredibly good offer that we accepted, and at the last minute, they declined. They, they came up with all the reasons they could at the 11th hour not to go through with the transaction. Since then, we've had another offer. Today, as you're listening to this program, and I, I probably will not have the results or hear about it till maybe tomorrow or Wednesday at the earliest, you know, the final inspection on the home. And between now and Wednesday, this due diligence time, the person that is the couple that is looking at buying our place in Georgia, they either are going to you know, make the decision to go forward and we close within about two weeks or less, or we're back to square one. I can tell you it's been an emotional roller coaster. We're staying with family so we're not at the house so it can be can be shown it's not easy. I mean, this has just been a time of instability. I'm working with very primitive studio equipment. Sometimes you may hear our, our my daughter's and, and son-in-law's dog barking in the background. Not much I can do about it. We're just doing the best that we can. And I and I know and this is the one thing. This is if just Grasp, grasp this. I keep telling my wife the most important thing is whatever we do, whatever the ministry or ministries that God has in store for us must be the driving factor of what we do in the sale of this home in Georgia. We know Georgia, where it's located in, a, in this little place, it's not, an, it's not a great place for a ministry opportunity. It's not where we need to be, but we feel very led. And of course, having family nearby is going to be helpful as well as we're getting older. Let's just be practical and honest. If our Lord should allow some time of respite and we still have some time left before he returns, we're not getting any younger. And so having family around to help on things that sometimes I, I'm already beginning to need a little help on some things. I'm not as, I used to be able to climb on roofs and ladders and all the stuff like that. I'm not as good at it now. So, I mean, I may need some help. So we're praying about the home, uh, that, that the sale continues and that, you know, basically in about two weeks from this Wednesday or Thursday, 
we can close and move forward. And and also the health situation. Here's here's the wonderful news. I remember we, we had this one thing we wanted to do, and we made a decision. And my wife and I were talking about it because, you know, the house sale's been going slow, and every time we think we could find something up here that we can get, it, it, it falls apart. And we finally just said, Lord, and I said, Lord, give me direction on ministry. I will follow your ministry first before I do anything else with the proceeds of this home. We'll invest it in the place you want us to be. And I made that commitment to God. That night, this issue. Now remember, the, the symptoms I had could be like bladder cancer. I mean, this has been, this has been profuse. This has been what they, I can't even pronounce it, gross hematoma. I can't get the name straight. I don't have it in front of me. But it was very, very scary and, and very problematic. And all of a sudden, after we made that commitment on Wednesday night of last week, things started to get better. And for the last, as of now, going on 48, no, 72 hours, things are thoroughly normal again. It is literally like the hand of God touched my body and it all disappeared and ended and so I am just standing in the amazement of his glory and, and his power and his dominion in all of our lives. And so I want to thank all of you that have prayed for this ministry during these days. Pray that, that this house sells. We see so many opportunities of ministry and people are wanting me, quote, to get started in some of this stuff as soon as I can. But I can't until this one chapter is closed and we can open the next. So I pray in Jesus' name. And I'm asking you to pray with me that everything goes according to God's plan. And if the next phase of ministry is to be that even as, as the time comes that we have sold our home in Georgia, we will know that we know that we know that God's hand is on the very next step. Now, when I come back, I've got a couple of more stories that I want to share with you of why I know we're heading toward perilous times, but also why I believe we're going to have a brief window to do the things that God will want you to do as well. I want to thank all of you that support this radio program financially. We are not living, we don't, we don't, we have invested our own money into this program. And many of you have invested into, into the radio airtime. And so I'm going to ask you, if you can, to support us financially. There are a lot of things I'd like to do in expanding this ministry that at the moment I can't do. If you make a check payable to Ancient Word Radio, Ancient Word Radio, and you can mail it to Truth to Ponder, and that address is 5753 Highway 85 North, number 3248. 
That's 5753 Highway 85 North, number 3248. The city is Crestview, Crestview, Florida. Crestview, Florida, and the zip code is 32536. That zip code again, 32536. And if you go to our website, truth2ponder.com, go to the support tab, you'll find that mailing address if you can't get it from me just saying it. And also you can support us via Give, Send, Go. I know that some people are still using PayPal. That link is there as well when you go to the support page. You can keep this ministry going and flourishing. And I see, I'll, I'll talk more about it on the other side as we as we give you some more news you really need to hear. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. Fight the RKs. Coming up. Shalom Aleichem. This is the nice Jewish boy, Jonathan Kahn, your Jewish connection, bringing you the riches of your Jewish roots in Jesus. Now get your pen out as fast as you can so you don't miss out on a special free gift you're going to get in love in a moment. Now I'm going to show you something really cool, something that can give you victory every day of your life. It's in the section of scripture that gives you the keys of victory, spiritual warfare. That's in Ephesians 6, 12. It says, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against rulers. Well, what do we war against? Well, in Greek, the word for rulers is arche. Arche. You see the word in archbishop, archaeology, archetype. Well, it, it means the first things, the principal thing or the first thing, not just in rank, but in time it means the beginning. So here's a cool thing. You want to have victory over sin, fight the arches, war against the arches, war against the beginning of sin, the first inkling of sin, the first thought of sin, the first uh, appearance of it. When you are being tempted, the very first thing, don't try to let it go and uh, give room to it. And then at the end, you're fighting against something very big. Fight it at its seed. Fight it at the beginning. That's the key thing. Fight the arche of sin. Fight the arche of selfishness, the arche of lust, the very beginning, the very first inkling. That's when you'll have the victory. The arche of doubt. Fight it when it first comes in, when it's a little thought. Push it out. Take it out. The arche of sin. Fight sin at its first sight even before you get to it and you will be successful because we wrestle not against flesh and blood but against arches. Want more? Ask for the Sledgehammer Principle. Now the free gift for you. The Mystery of the Temple Doors. You'll love it. It's sapphires with the riches of your Jewish roots in Jesus. Special teachings, updates on Israel world events and prophecy and secrets of strength and victory for every day of your life. So how do you get these gifts free? Easy. Just remember Jesus' real Hebrew name, Yeshua. That's Y-E-S-H-U-A. And that's 1-800-YESHUA-1. That's it. You call now. That's 1-800-YESHUA-1. Y-E-S-H-U-A-1. One. I invite you to join me in bringing salvation back to God's ancient nation, Israel, and the unreached peoples on five continents with over a billion people. Just call 1-800-YESHUA-1. That's Y-E-S-H-U-A-1. Or you can write me direct, left to hear from you. Just write to the nice Jewish boy, box 1111, Lodi, L-O-D-I, New Jersey, 07644. That's the nice Jewish boy, box 1111, Lodi, L-O-D-I, New Jersey, 07644. Well, till next time, this is Jonathan Kahn saying... Fight the Arches, my friend. Shalom Alechem. Peace be to you and Messiah. Or Haolam, the light of the world. This is Truth to Ponder 
with Bob Bierman. And welcome back to part two of Truth to Ponder for this Monday. And I'm your host, Bob Bierman. Real fast personal update I was mentioning at the close of the last segment. I'm sorry I ran so far over, but I needed to. Um, I do have a specialist to see on Wednesday, even though things have cleared. We're still going to keep our, our, our appointment that we made several weeks ago. It was so hard. My wife, I got to give her credit. She worked so hard to find somebody that would see me. We found one place. Yeah, we can get you in, but well, we don't take your insurance. You know, the, the whole, you you know what I'm talking about. And so we, we have this appointment and I'm not going to let it go. This is, mm, I've had something similar before. We just don't know what it was. And so we, we want to get to the bottom of this. But I'm just thanking God. I really believe God's hand is touched in the midst of all this. And so keep me in prayer on Wednesday. On Thursday, I've got a meeting I'll talk more about after the fact than before. It might be an opportunity of ministry. And we're just not sure. But but I'm going to find out. There are several real needs in this region which I could fill. Because, see, I don't have to get paid. But I'm in a place where God can use me. Um, And it's obvious. Where I was at in in Georgia, you're isolated in the mountains, and there's not a whole lot to do except this radio program. And and so the opportunity was a lot less. And here, the need is is very high. And so I'm going to just keep me in prayer on that. I want to follow God first. His will be done, not mine. And then I'm leaving the house sale. We should know by Wednesday also where all that stands. So pray about the house and pray about the doctor's appointment and even about the meeting on Thursday. Is this is this one of the things or the thing that God wants me to do? Time will tell. All right. Now I want to get back to some of the stories that concern me. We're beginning to see stories, you know, getting out in some of the media. It'll eventually get out into a lot of the media. It always does when it becomes overwhelming and CNN can't hide it anymore. They tried to bury the Hunter Biden laptop. They can't do that anymore, but they can just not talk about it as much. But they know it's real. They knew it was real when they lied about it. That's just how our media works. There was a news story that came out of the United Kingdom, and this is going to be a story you're going to see play out in pretty much the entire Western world where, you know, the vaccination uh, people trying to find a polite term. I was going to call them vaccination Nazis, which is what I think they are at times, because, you know, you must get vaccinated or you cannot work. You cannot go to school. Why do we need to be vaccinating kids for high school or elementary school or college or any of it when they're not a risk group? And we now know without a shadow of a doubt that the vaccine does not prevent you from getting or spreading COVID-19, period. Has nothing to do with it. But this story should be concerning. It came out last, um, I think last Thursday, out of the United Kingdom. The headline is non-COVID excessive deaths. Why are they rising? Experts call for a probe as mortality rates in England and Wales rise and they continue to climb despite a the drop in coronavirus deaths. Well, the reason that, number one, the vaccine is not preventing the coronavirus deaths. It's the fact that this virus 
mutated downward, like every expert was saying in 2020, over time, more people will get it, but the effects will be very minimal. Because that's just what a virus does. As Alex Berenson wrote about a year ago, a virus is going to virus. It's going to do what they it, it always has done in history. And we know it as a medical scientific fact. And everybody gets all bent out of shape about it. I don't understand why. But there's been a rise in the number of people dying each week in England and Wales. And it's not being driven by COVID. The latest figures from the Office for National Statistics in England show that excessive deaths, the total number of deaths above the average count for a given period based on the number of people on, you know, alive, has reached, you know, has reached 1,540 in the week ending 24 June. A total of 10,836 deaths were registered in England and Wales, which is a 16% increase on the five-year average. But only a small number of those deaths, 285, even involve COVID in any shape, manner, or form. And oftentimes, those COVID deaths were people that were elderly, uh, had other issues. And they're finding a lot of these deaths are in people that are, you know, quote, not elderly. And we need an investigation is what is being said. And it is an alarming trend. Now, prior prior to, you know, a while back, the death tallies were lower than usual, despite hundreds of people dying from COVID. But now that situation has reversed over the past three months, with overall deaths rising, even though COVID deaths have dramatically just fallen to the bottom. We find people dying at home. We find a lot of, they died suddenly in their 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, and 60s at numbers that are so much higher than than average. Overall, 13,000 more people have died at home in England and Wales more than the average. Something's going on. And I believe that over time, over time, we're going to see, I really, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but I am convinced in some of the articles that I'm reading that over time, this this excessive death is going, is going to be hard to deny. Now, from the For What It's Worth department, as I've mentioned before, a few months ago, I'm trying to remember exactly when, we, were, we had just gotten to Georgia from Florida, And in a short amount of time, there were two people that I knew that are younger than I am. One is much younger and and another one, you know, about eh, 12 years younger that I knew in that area that, shall we say, died prematurely. Both were vaccinated, by the way. And so I I was able to attend one of the funerals and I I was at the funeral home and I knew, as I mentioned this before, I think about a week ago, I'm talking to this guy that I've known for years. He works at this mortuary, this uh, funeral director. And I, I first asked, I said, you know, I haven't seen you in a while. I said, I bet it was really busy in 2020, you know, just trying to feel him out on how many people died of, you know, COVID-19. 
And he said, you know, it was really nothing out of the ordinary. It was just a typical year. And he said, last year was a little different, though, but not at the beginning. He said, you know, we had, you know, we probably had people that were supposed to have died of COVID. But he said, starting, starting last fall, there's been this rise in the number of people dying, and it's in all age groups. And he said, I've never seen anything like it, and I've been doing this for, for decades. They're doing more funerals, but they're not all COVID. So he's noticed a little increase in this area in northeast Georgia. Makes you think, doesn't it? Why? What are these what are these vaccines doing? We've had the FDA lying to us willfully and gleefully for, you know, two years. Dr. Fauci, who admitted early on that a face covering is worthless in the presence of a virus. I mean, and I don't want to hear, but Bob, why do they wear those things in an operating room in a hospital? That's for bacteria. And bacteria is a thousand times larger than a virus. And so that that is just that is just a stupid argument you can't win on. I've seen I remember when I worked in emergency management, you know, back in 2020, and I, I finally couldn't take it anymore. I realized this is all nonsense. This is this is political junk science. And I remember they had this video they wanted me to share, and I think that was one of that was the beginning of the last straw. On to encourage people to wear a face diaper, you know, I was. They wanted me to do a video. I never did get to that video. I I, I resigned. There was about you know, uh, they wanted me to use this video clip that showed somebody sneezing into a petri dish with and without a face covering, and how after a couple of days, one is all full of bacteria and the one has just got a minimal amount. Obviously, with the mask, it was a minimal amount. Okay. And we're doing that to make people believe that's how we're stopping the spread of a virus. Never telling you that a virus is one one thousandth the size of bacteria. They were, you know, comparing apples to kumquats. It, it doesn't make any sense. But see, people see that and they, they just, they don't know any better because our educational system has been dumbing down people for 50 solid years. People don't have the common sense anymore, or they watch so much television for the fear porn. That's what I call it today. People just want more fear, things to be afraid of, hypochondriacs, all running around wearing their face mask, all keeping, you know, you remember the, the, the nonsense of we we go down this direction in a grocery aisle, that'll stop COVID. What? And I mean, the, the same people that are telling us monkeypox is a threat, which it is not, unless you happen to be a gay man who has been to some rave doing things you shouldn't be doing. The thousands of 5,000 across the entire United States, which is nothing, tiny number that have come down with monkeypox all have that in common. So I'm not at risk. I'm not going to be involved with any of that so now we have the fda lying about the benefit of these shots for young children and later this week i want to get in i mean normally a drug for a child has got a 10-year trial Mm, we don't have that and they and pfizer and moderna they have a problem their their shots do not stop infection or transmission or hospitalization they don't stop death 
Everybody knows it. But Pfizer and Moderna are making $50 billion with a B dollars per year from the government. That's why they want these shots to continue, even if it kills your child. Their consciences are seared. They don't care. And they have figured a way, those two companies, how to use regulatory capture to get their, their vaccines to look good when, in fact, they don't work. The FDA has lied through their teeth. They have changed the rules midstream. And they have deceived the public. And I hope if we get a respite and God should pull back the veil for a period of time. Now, here's what I predict. And we're going to be running out of time if I'm not careful here. I want you to understand this. I, my heart tells me we're about to get a reprieve, a brief reprieve. This is not a permanent fix. The election of 2022 is not going to fix the world. It's still going to be evil. I've told you before that Satan takes two or three steps forward and occasionally is forced to give one. And sometimes, I believe like this case, two steps back. But during the time of respite, as we're beginning to share the gospel and the good news, getting people prepared for the terrible time to come, those demonic forces will also be regrouping out of your eyesight. And they will come and attack as viciously and as surprisingly as the COVID-19 pandemic did, but this time something even vastly worse. You need to be ready, my friend. And we'll be talking about being ready from a scriptural point of view all this week. Would you help us financially to stay on the air? I ask that sincerely. One of, my, one of the listeners to this program wrote and said, you know, shortwave is, is vital and viable and you need more of it. Well, I'd like to have more of it, but it does cost money. If you would consider helping us out financially, would you send a gift made payable to Ancient Word Radio? Ancient Word Radio. Mail the Truth to Ponder, 5753 Highway 85 North, number 3248, 5753 Highway 85 North, number 3248. And the city is Crestview, Crestview, Florida. And the zip code in Crestview is 32536. Once again, make the check payable to Ancient Word Radio. Mailing address, Truth to Ponder, 5753 Highway 85 North, number 3248 in Crestview, Crestview, Florida. 32536, that is 3253. Six, And if you listen as a podcast or even on shortwave, why not send me an email at bob at truth, the number two ponder.com, bob at truth, the number two ponder.com. Let me know how you listen. You can also use give, send, go to support us. Find that at our website, truth, the number two ponder.com. This has been Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. To find out more, visit our website, truth the number two, and the word ponder.com. That's truth, the number two, ponder.com. Truth to Ponder, shining the light of truth in a darkening world.